As we reported just before the news, GDP rose by 3% in the last three months of last year, a lower figure than most economists had forecast, but ahead of Reserve Bank expectations. Follows a 3.6% fall in the previous three months. So swings and roundabouts. The rise has come as COVID-19 restrictions loosened. To discuss, I'm joined by New Zealand Herald business editor-at-large, Liam Dan. Good morning to you, Liam. Hi, Kerry. It's about what people were expecting there or thereabouts, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. And mm. I guess, um, you know, the, the GDP, is, as we've talked about before, is, is very lumpy and weird, uh, mm. has been for the last couple of years, because... Um, you know, there's no playbook for um, how we all behave and how we spend with um, uh, a pandemic. And and uh, those last two last half of last year was was a, another weird one because we we went into the the big lockdown, especially for Auckland, and mm. then the tail end of it was in that last quarter. But um, you know, it, it is interesting that it's probably um, I know it's ahead of the Reserve Bank's expectations, but it might be one of the first. Um, uh, ones we've seen where it's not beating the expectations of the um, bank economists. It mm-hmm. was, you know, so there were picks of up to three point eight percent for yeah. that. Um, so you know, it's 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 the rebound, you know, where we would have hoped, and people getting out and spending at Christmas and and all that sort of thing. But um, probably not quite as strong as we might have hoped, and maybe points to you know the the tougher stuff we know we're in now. Mm, the Omicron making people a bit nervous. I know people who are. Who are still nervous about going out? You know, they, yeah, yeah. Just putting think, the um, the brakes on everything. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, we're, we're certainly the economists, and uh, and I think we can feel it. it it's it's not going to be the the big boom through quarter the first quarter of this year because of Omicron. So. Um, you know, and, and also, as I'm sure you've talked plenty about, um, and when talking about energy and things, that inflation really mm-hmm. starting to kick in. Mm-hmm. But um, that was rising um, last year as well. So I think that, you know, just does temper people's um, uh, spending habits and behaviour a little bit. So although Well, if the, you, you haven't know, the, got as much in your pocket, then you're not going to be spending, are you? Yeah, or if prices just look uh, a lot worse, even if it's as simple as um, an extra 50 cents on the coffee, you mm. might buy one less coffee and, mm. and that kind of thing. And that, that all does start to flow through, I think. Absolutely. So where, where do we stand in relation to other countries? Are comparisons useful or not, given that there is six months to a year ahead of us in terms of the, the COVID and in terms of the recovery? Well, I think we're fairly um, uh, similar compared to, um, uh, say, say the US, um, mm-hmm. in the sense that um, they've been having really um, strong uh, GDP. They had a big, big rebound. I think it was um, uh, something like um, they're expecting seven percent for mm. their, their last quarter. But mm. um, in the, <laughs> they're kind of in the same boat, or politically, you know. Uh, Biden is in the same boat in that um, everything's being overshadowed by inflation. So um, GDP is a nice number. Uh, It it tells us about the overall health of the economy, but it doesn't tell us about how, you know, it it doesn't directly impact on us, whereas inflation really does directly impact Mm. on us because, you know, we, we... we all feel it uh, when we go to, the, go to the shops or fill up the tank. So I think that's affecting sentiment a lot more than um, GDP at the moment. Uh, yeah. it, it, it tells us, you know, we, we've got a, we've got a reasonable base going into this. I, I do think, you know, it's important to remember that we've, we've come through pretty well and, and, and perhaps even more important is unemployment is um, very low. So it's not but, back to the 1980s yet, thankfully. No, that's true. But did you see, I think it was a stuff story, where they said we've got record numbers of unemployed and record numbers on the benefit? 
um, or receiving yeah, I, some I, I, form of benefit. Yeah, it, it, you have to throw in all the um, act, act likes to do this. Um, mm. You have to throw in all the sickness beneficiaries and all the disability, uh, you know, people on disabilities. The actual numbers on the because national changed the rules, the, the way they called that. Uh, last government changed the the label so that it's um, it's called the job seekers benefit. But um, about half half of the people there just literally aren't seeking a job because they're. Um, sick or disabled um, the actual number so then they say well job seekers on the job seekers benefit work ready mm. and that number has actually fallen quite a lot so it does correspond pretty well to the um, to the uh, unemployment figure at the moment even though the unemployment figure is a weird I, I get that it's a, a statistical thing they do mm. but it also corresponds quite well with the anecdotal stuff from all the businesses we're hearing you know it just is really hard to get mm. staff at the moment apart yeah. from you know, there's a there's a tear in, in, in society, I guess, that's never going to be work-ready, uh, yeah. unfortunately. And as Sharon Zollner's warned that we're in for a hard landing. Yeah, well, she's, she's probably, yeah, um, she, she is make, making that point, I guess, because um, when the economists look at what we have to do to get on top of inflation, it's historically quite unusual for us to do it without going into recession. Yeah. So that's that's the tough you know the bottom line uh, we we might we've got low unemployment as as i mentioned there's some uh you know hopefully we've learned a thing or two from the past but you know the reserve bank has to put up interest rates to get on top of it and they've said they're going to and that's going to hurt um you know and people are going to be also feeling the impact of um uh you know uh, that that higher cost of living so what what happens is is um you know often the cure, unfortunately, is is to uh, is for the economy to really shrink. You know, money has to come out of the economy, and it's kind of paying the paying the piper in a way because we know that um, the pandemic can't have made us all richer, right? We can't have yeah. actually ended up wealthier. But a lot of people say not now, perhaps, but <laughs> late last year, if you looked at your Kiwi Saver and and your your value of your house and all that sort of stuff, people were feeling really good. It was like, well. Yep, but the central banks did print billions of dollars uh, worth of worth of cash, effectively through their their bond buying mm. and, and whatnot, um, and that flooded the markets and it, it pushed up asset prices. And and and, and look, it, it, it's um, probably stopped uh, the, the the sort of collapse of the economy, GFC style through the pandemic and given us some time to to work on things. But at some point, you know, you ha- you have to see the pandemic as a cost, and and we have to pay for it. Absolutely. Good to talk as always, Liam. Liam Dan, New Zealand Herald's business editor at large.